0: These are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to WonderfulPistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you.
1: If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this, delicious chef crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes? Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more shopping, no more dishes, just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved, so you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need, from 6 to 18 per week, and you can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy, so I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor Meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious, healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormeals.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right, you heard me. I said 50% off. So go to factormeals.com bravado50 and use code BRAVADO50. Do not miss out, sis.
0: This is Germany.
1: And this is Brittany. And this
0: is the Blacker Bravado Podcast.
1: A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike.
0: Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more.
1: And trust. When we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do.
0: Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before.
1: It's Homegirl Vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny.
0: A lot of fucking funny.
1: So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast.
0: Let's start the show, cuties.
1: Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, spring teens. Yes, it has been fucking feeling like a summer (laughs) teen this weekend. It was so hot. It is so hot.
0: Yeah, I'm sure my apartment is blazing.
1: Yeah, I had to close the blinds because I had a motion. Same. I'm like, can't let light in. Yeah, I had to Can't the, let light in the right grandmother now. approach. You it's know, hot.
0: I would go to my grandma's house in the summer. She had everything closed up, child. Everything. <laughs> the, the, uh, and I'm like, gram, you live the, at this point. Open the blinds, girl. Right. Everything would be good. She would be like, uh-uh, we're not letting that heat in. That here. heat in.
1: you let letting that heat, heat in. in. And when you go heat to the window,
0: it's really hot.
1: Out. It's so hot. I had to immediately close all the blinds. I'm like, oh, no. Once I'm once it's 8 o'clock and it's hot. Yeah. so It's warm.
0: I might get some ice cream today.
1: Ooh, a sweet treat. I've been wanting ice cream ever since we um...
0: entered the quarantine.
1: No, ever since we had ice cream last week. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. two weeks ago. Whenever we had ice cream, I'm like, that ice cream. There's it this vegan different. ice cream place called um, Hug Life in Long Beach, if you're a Long Beach mommy. So good. The flavors, they have this cookie butter one that is off the chain. Mm-hmm. This mango chamoy, they have really good flavor. So if you're in Long Beach, there you go. Um. So anyway, how's it going?
0: Another day, another dollar. <laughs> another trying to make a dollar
1: out of fifteen cents.
0: Yeah, I mean it's going good. Good weekend, can't complain. Can't complain. I was off on Friday. God is good. He is. He's in the blessing business. Yes. Um, Saturday. What happened Saturday? That was yesterday.
1: Community service.
0: Oh yeah, of course, giving back to the community mm-hmm. with our own. Um, if you want to donate. What we've been doing or what they've been doing, shit, it ain't we. I've right. been helping with the assisting of the packaging the orders. Yes. Um, but what they've been doing is basically providing fresh produce, veggies, yes. and fruits to people who are experiencing hardship or and just
1: recipes. Yes,
0: and recipes to the community. So they get about forty to fifty bags, families who need food, resources. And
1: nice it's um nice good produce yes you know yeah they, they pack stuff. up i'll be wanting a bag every time yeah
0: i'm like hey, every I'm time i'm need. like
1: i want a bag yeah but i just take the recipe and go buy the shit at the store but yeah it's it's a really good feeling helping out
0: yeah you can go to their instagram at our own life our at our own dot life to donate it only costs 25 dollars. not only because i know that that's money being spent but yes if you have it and you want to give back
1: $25 you want to will, tithe. will help another family.
0: <laughs> yeah, feed them for a week. Yes. So, yeah, $25 donation makes a food bag.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's kind that. of been our activity for quarantine cuz we've been doing that for a few the past few weekends. Yeah. <clears throat> and um yeah,
0: had a little family time. Yeah. Always good to be amongst family. Yeah. Um and now here we are. With you all. Now
1: we are here with our other family, our extended family. Yeah, our
0: ex-sisters.
1: So there, there hasn't really been any tea this week. New week, new tea is where we would usually dish tea on pop culture mm-hmm. and things happening. But, um, yeah Y'all see know.
0: what's going on. We all see what's going you on. You know, it's kind of been nothing. Surface. Pretty we, basic. We can't
1: really do much. When the streets open back up, shit will be lit again. So, yeah. um, yeah, that's for that. Um, But... The reviews, the ratings, and the reviews—those mm-hmm. have seemed to kind of shut down as well, and we need to open those back up. Open them up, cause none came in this week.
0: What are y'all doing?
1: Okay. What are you doing? So wake up! Don't sleep on the ratings and reviews. The ratings and reviews helps this podcast grow, mm-hmm. helps this podcast gain more visibility to more people who will love this content. So mm-hmm. we're counting on you. And I want to highlight a review of the week that came through. Um, a little bat so this comes from goddess jazzy j she says like a good home cooked meal mm. i overlove this podcast and i'm tuned in regularly it's feeling heartwarming and great for you like a good home cooked meal and even better you truly walk away with laughs ways to grow and feeling empowered and renewed love the love series especially the financial love episode so many good tips and tools keep delivering ladies it's continually a joy and something I look forward to while working, driving, or doing self care. Yeah. So thank you, Goddess Jazzy J. We appreciate that. Thanks, and Queen. <laughs> you other you other ladies, hop on board.
0: Tap in um another way to support this podcast which now you guys haven't been rating and reviewing but you've been joining over on patreon so maybe that's where the Uh energy has went either hand is the upper hand (laughs) we're taking so patreon is a platform that creators are using to garner support from their community Mm -hmm. this is a monetary journey it helps keep the lights on when we open back up we have great events planned for you we want to come to your city and gang gang Mm -hmm. there's tons of extra bonus content that we share over there so when we're taking a break here We're we're on board over there. We are. Just so you know. There are extra episodes, playlists, affirmations. Journal prompts. Journal prompts. Yeah. Just us checking in with you all over there. So make sure you if you want extra content, you want more of what you already love, meet us over on Patreon.
1: Yeah, our newest edition is Recapping Insecure, which has been a hit. Oh shit, that's coming on tonight. Every Sunday. So Let's <clears throat> shout out our patrons because you guys really came through again. Like Germany said, we got 13 patrons this week. Yeah. Clap it up for your fucking selves. We have Yende.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey Yende.
1: Kaylee. Kaylee. kija kija Jahara. Jahara.
0: Ooh, that Kay. sounds like some from the Lion King.
1: <laughs> Jahara. 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 <laughs> kayla hey kayla courtney
0: courtney welcome to the gang emily hey emily jasmine hey jasmine brianne lachey brianne lachey love it here welcome
1: (laughs) (laughs) yvonne hey yvonne taylor taylor alexis alexis and andy b andy b what's good thank you all for joining our family over there on patreon we're so excited to have you all yeah and yeah um we also have some what? What? No, we don't. Anyway. Okay. Shit. Fuck it. <laughs> Take it back and reverse it and dump it.
0: Back, back, back it up and dump it.
1: Um. So yeah, join us over on Patreon. That information is down in the show notes. It goes down.
0: So last week's episode, we were back for the first time. New here
1: after a little hiatus. Yeah, a hope, brief hiatus. Yeah.
0: Thanks for bearing with us. So yeah. episode one thirty nine. Uh, was manifesting moods receiving during a pandemic yes right so the affirmation that we shared was the universe is supporting me i always get what i desire so in last week's episode we discussed the importance of continuing to manifest during the pandemic we talked about the ways we're staying balanced and grounded through uh modified morning routines ongoing meditation and manifestation practices and through deepening our faith so a lot of you mentioned that the episode was timely it was meeting you where you were mm-hmm. that you know it was relatable so if you are struggling during the pandemic like everyone is <laughs> or right. most of us are make sure you listen to that episode tap in you still have a lot of power during this this time this trying time we're exercising our manifestation power so we hope that you are as well did you manifest anything this week um I need to be more mindful
1: yeah um <laughs> no I didn't personally but we put in the Facebook group like a post for everyone to write down if they manifested something during this period. And so many people came through and said that they did. Oh, you want to share? Yeah, a couple? so I'll share a couple. Um, one mommy says she manifested her first freelance design project, yes. which is amazing. Um, another mommy said that she manifested a new place starting on her business and growing her YouTube channel. Oh, on,
0: Abundance. Look
1: at that. Um, this was a good one. Another mommy says, I've been using the extra time to put extra effort into my online radio station. We've tremendously upped our guest list from only local artists to Kelly Price, Ricky Smiley, Bone Thugs, and more. Mm-hmm. All requested, booked, and interviewed during the pandemic. Had yes. to redirect that nervous energy. Yes, that's good. People have gotten accepted into grad school. Boundaries have been set with time toxic exes, and being able to work out more and just put more focus into health, mind, and body. So, I mean, we love things are it. happening, and, you know, I have manifested. I have manifested more time for myself.
0: We love to see it.
1: So, how about you? Have you manifested anything this week?
0: Um, I feel like I was already calling in some extra coins, and then they appeared.
1: Look at that. hmm In the account.
0: In the account, honey. So yeah, God Love is good. I'm an extra coin. God is good. This week, I'm gonna I'm gonna intentionally set something up this week. Me too. I'm gonna be like I'm manifesting this, and yes, it's gonna come. being
1: specific and watching it come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. Yeah, I've been writing down like some intentions and things I want to manifest, but I think that they, I mean, I honestly don't know the timeline. Yeah. Um, but I wrote with, with new moon. I definitely set my intentions on Monday or Tuesday. That was and same. Yeah. He's intentional.
0: All so, right. What's good? What are we doing so this So this
1: week, um, just as important it is to like be intentional and manifest during this time, it's also important to be a little, be lighthearted, find some fun. Yeah. Um, Take it easy. Take it easy. And a way that we've been taking it easy is finding funny shit or yeah. interesting shit to read. Right. We yeah. know that we always share. Our main goal on this podcast is to share tips and tricks and things to help you with self-care, self mental health, improvement, growth. But y'all also know that we are um, <laughs> <laughs> we're yep, lighthearted yep. mommies. We are. And we like to find joy in the little things. Yes. So, so let's do it. So while on Twitter this week... <laughs> one of my Twitter friends shared this Reddit story, right? And if you are familiar with Reddit, wow, shit be being shared on Reddit. People go on there and write stories. Some of them be real. Some of them are probably fake, but they're all entertaining. Mm-hmm. And this one was very fucking entertaining. And we said, let's bring this over to the mommies and share it with them and see what they think because wow. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read the story.
0: Buckle up. Buckle Strap up. your titties Get ready down. for
1: this novel novella and <laughs> let's go. So this is called um, I, 32 female. She put that she's 32 years old, so I'm going to put that. Found out last night that my husband, 37 year old male, stalked and manipulated me into a relationship. Her screen name is Horrified Flattered.
0: So I'm going to say my comment. Or how do you want to do this? We
1: can pause throughout. Or... Yeah, I think we can pause the route. Like whenever we feel moved to add commentary, let's take that route. Okay. And then we'll do a roundup mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Wind down. So anyway, let me just start here. So I met my I thirty two female met my now husband, thirty seven male, who I'll call Dave, not his real name, about five years ago. We have been married for two and a half years now. We have an adorable twenty month old daughter, and I'm currently four months pregnant. We just bought a house a couple years ago in the suburbs outside of a larger metropolitan area. Dave was an acquaintance of a co-worker, Mark. So about five years ago, I started to see him frequently at the bar we'd go get drinks at after work. I'll admit that at first I wasn't particularly attracted to him. Not that he's ugly. He just wasn't the type I was into at that point in my life. Anyway, when Dave started coming around, he would after a while try to chit chat with me. It was obvious he was interested, but I tried to decline his advances as gently as I could. He was persistent, and one night after maybe one drink too many, I agreed to go on a date with him. Have you ever did that before? Like, not initially been attracted to someone, but then they were persistent, and you were like, okay, let me give this nigga a chance. Mm -hmm. And it flopped. It Mm -hmm. flopped.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was open to the possibility Mm-hmm. And I don't know what drove me to be probably just like, yeah, the persistence. Like, all right, nigga, let's go. Okay. Let's go. What about you?
1: um Yeah. Oh, okay. I have. Mm. And it didn't get anywhere either. Yeah. No way. Well, actually, it did get somewhere. Oh. <laughs> it got somewhere. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. But then I, the nigga was persistent and um, it got real far. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> now, now that I think about it. So, back to the story. Mm -hmm. I remember the date started out a bit awkward, as our previous encounters had always been within a group, so it was the first time it was just the two of us. Plus, I admit, I didn't really want to be there. I had actually considered canceling, but I was having really bad luck dating at that point. More on that later, so I decided that since I had no other plans, why not? Anyway, the date started out slow, and it was mostly Dave talking for the first half. But then, after a while, he started bringing up some topics that I was interested in, a hobby, and a particular cause, which I strongly felt about. The second half of the date was much better, and I was kind of surprised to learn that Dave and I actually had some things in common. I was still hesitant, but decided to give Dave a chance, and although he definitely liked me a lot more than I liked him in the beginning, our relationship slowly began to grow, and eventually I fell in love with him. That happens a lot, like the nigga liking you more. Yeah, that almost kind of be that's my healthy. preference. That's healthy. <laughs> like, like, like me more, me more like nigga. me real hard. Yeah, remember that Mario song? You yeah. ain't gotta give me anyway. It's no, a song. I think
0: that's healthy, honestly, truly. Yeah, because women, we automatically will start nurturing a nigga, and we be head over the heels. So if you already a little few deeper in the pool than me, that's perfect because right, I'll, I'll catch up. because I'll catch up. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Meet you in the middle. Exactly. Okay, so since then, I would say that we have had a really good relationship. He is my best friend, an excellent father, and a great husband. Furthermore, he is a good provider as well. Once our daughter was born, we decided that it made the most financial sense for me to quit my job and stay home. It was a role that I admittedly was not 100% on board with in the beginning, but when we looked at the numbers, it was just the most logical decision. Mm -hmm. Despite my initial hesitancy, I have since grown to love it, and I honestly couldn't imagine having to spend so much time away from my daughter. But I recognize that because of my husband, we are in a very fortunate position to do so. I know that many families cannot live off of just one income. I don't wanna give away too much personal information, so I'll only say that my husband works in IT. We are not rich by any stretch of the imagination, but we are able to live a modest, middle-class lifestyle on just my husband's income. Except for the rare couples fights, things between my husband and I And I have been generally good we get along well and up until last night I would have said that my life is ideal Mm. so here we go it's about to get cracking the issue let's get it like many people my husband has been working at home since the whole coronavirus mess started it took a little bit of adjustment but it hasn't been too bad as my husband works in IT his work hasn't been disrupted too much by having to work remotely I think the change in environment has been the biggest issue to stay connected, my husband has been meeting virtually once or twice a week with friends or coworkers. Last night, he was playing games with his little brother, Tom, who's 30, and a couple of his friends. While playing these games, my husband had a few beers. He rarely drinks, but since the lockdown, he has been having two to three beers, usually on Friday nights when meeting virtually. This is not a problem, in my opinion, and I only mention it because he does not have much of a tolerance for alcohol.
0: The lightweight.
1: Man, it ain't none like a nigga who don't have a tolerance, overindulgent. Like, you know you can't handle exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Back it up. And then I look like a police, like, monitoring intake. Yeah. So, anyway, this is relevant because last night he had more than his usual two to three beers. So, the nigga was lit. So, after I put our daughters to bed, I checked my cell phone. She said daughters? My daughter sorry. Okay. Thank you I'm for like, the correction. I'm she's a liar. So, after I put our daughter to bed. <laughs> I checked my cell phone to see that I had a message from Tom's girlfriend. Remember, Tom is a little brother. Yes, They've been dating for about a year and a half now, and since they only live about an hour away, we frequently double date. I like Tom and his girlfriend, so I was super excited when I opened her message to see that they were now officially engaged. It was a big group chat, so it was filled with messages of congratulations. I noticed that in one message, Tom had written, Big thanks to Dave without... who." Whose advice I would have never gotten this far. Without his advice, I would have never gotten this far. I personally thought it was very sweet. Seemed like they were looking up to us as an example. I immediately ran downstairs to my husband to talk to him about it. I knew he was playing games with Tom, so he obviously must have known about earlier about the engagement. I sat on the couch and we started talking about how long Tom had been planning this out, how much the ring cost, when was the wedding, you know, we'd be wanting all of the, all, tea, the de-
0: all the details,
1: etc. I noticed that Dave was a bit drunk, which I guess was a result of him celebrating his little brother's next step in life. While cuddling, I mentioned to him about what a good example he was to Tom, and this is where it all began. Mm. The whole night was such a whirlwind that I don't even remember every little thing. But basically, Dave told me about how he helped, that's in quotation marks, Tom make his girlfriend, now fiance, fall in love with him. I asked what he meant, and he went into this whole story, which I had never heard before, about how he got me to fall in love with him. Mm-mm-mm. The true story of how we met, how we, quotation marks, fell in love, and how our relationship blossomed. Dave was clearly drunk, and I was just so shocked that all I could do was stupidly smell and act like everything was no big deal.
0: That's the way you get more tea.
1: Yes, and I've learned that. Mm -hmm. Because if you start popping off the tea stops,
0: the The well runs dry. You
1: got to kind of act like, okay, Mm -hmm. no biggie. Right. And she said it. She said, I think this just made him open up even more. The real story, according to my husband, is that he first found me on a dating site about a half a year before we ever met. He claims that he initially sent me a message, but that I just ignored him. He looked kind of hurt when talking about this, but I told him that women get hundreds of messages a week on those sites, and there was just no way that I can read through all of them, much less respond. He claims that I did read his, but no response. He said that we ranked very highly in compatibility, had a lot of the same interests, and that he just knew we'd make a perfect couple.
0: Weirdo. <sighs> Nigga. Freaky. How ass. do you just know that?
1: Freaky. Anyway, so apparently after this, he started creating a bunch of fake profiles. He stole pictures of very attractive men from social media profiles. He said he would make minor changes so as not to be reverse searched. I never even considered that.
0: What does that mean?
1: Germany? I don't fucking know. This is weird. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but that's what she said.
0: Probably like that. She wouldn't.
1: So that maybe he couldn't like.
0: So that she wouldn't like change her profile and be like, okay, I'm not interested to tall, dark. No, I
1: think what the reverse search meant like he would change some of their information
0: so that she couldn't go so that like it. she
1: couldn't look them up and find out that's not who uh, the person actually is, you know what I'm saying if she yeah. wanted to do some maybe Looking. like you know we'll find a name and be like, "Let me go find his Instagram profile yeah. or something like yeah. that,
0: yeah, people have been following me on Twitch. I mean, on Instagram from Twitch. I'm like, "Get out of here, guys,
1: <laughs> we'll keep it on Twitch right period, so he did that those little tweaks using these profiles, he started basically catfishing me. Over the course of a couple months, he was able to initiate conversations with me on numerous occasions with different profiles. And eventually, at some point, I guess I mentioned where I work. Mm. I'll just be like, I work in HR, I work in yeah, medical. I would I never, not be like, I work at da, 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 da. Like, I
0: never do. And I never put my job on the internet. No. Like, I'm never like, this is my gig. Like, yeah. Mm, no. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And that's why you can't. Freaky asses. This is
1: why you can't. So she told the nigga where she worked. Mm-mm-mm. Ricky mistake
0: one of the people not Dave one of the people She that told, she, yeah Dave, she
1: told one of the people who the Dave was accounts. catfishing ass where she worked so anyway he said he then spent hours searching through Facebook and LinkedIn before he found my picture at that point he had my name and started hardcore stalking me online he had created numerous social media platforms some of which I accepted as friends and followers so that so then he was able to stalk my life after a couple of months according to him He started stalking me in real life. He said that he started going out to hang out at the bar we always went to after work and befriended Mark, a coworker of mine. Mark worked in IT like Dave, and although nice, he was socially awkward and a bit of a loner. I was always surprised when he would join us for happy hour because he would just sip on his beer and not say anything. That'd be me at the work happy hour. (laughs) Anyway. Quiet. (laughs) I guess Dave started stalking Mark and became his friend somehow. So then we meet for happy hour. Dave would invariably start to hang with my group of co-workers and I. He seemed to work out well because Dave was pleasant. It seemed to work out well because Dave was pleasant and Mark seemed to open up a bit more when he was around. So this went on for like a month. And then Dave tried to start hitting on me. Again, he's not a bad looking guy, but he just wasn't my type. After a month or two, I eventually agreed. As mentioned before, I was drunk and having terrible luck in the dating game. My bad luck was actually... Dave's fake profiles. I kept chatting with guys who I thought would have, who I thought I would have really gotten along with. In some cases we chatted for weeks and then when it was time to meet, I kept getting blown off. It was a huge hit to my self-esteem. One night after waiting for over an hour for my date to show up, I finally went back to my car and just cried. I just Mm -hmm. couldn't understand it and honestly started having doubts about myself. One particularly cruel episode was after another date with one of Dave's fake profiles. I received a text message which said said something like, I didn't look as good as my pictures and was accused of catfishing him. Can you believe that?
0: I couldn't imagine.
1: You pull up to what's supposed to be a date. The person doesn't show up and then you get a message talking about you didn't look like what you look like on the profile. I probably
0: would have been like, nigga, you probably didn't look like what you look like. I would have flipped it on him.
1: Right. Because why didn't you come? Because
0: I know I look like me. (laughs) Motherfucker. I ain't into that.
1: But this man is sick. You are breaking down this woman's self-esteem, having her think that people are not showing up, they're engaging in convo, and then when it's time to really gang gang in person, that she's not. It a flops. Pe- yeah,
0: and then she's not beautiful. That's what that says to me. This
1: man is sick. The next week during our happy hours was when I finally agreed to go on a date with Dave. She was so perfect. Timing. She was so broken down and tired. She's like, "Come on, Dave." Right. I guess he essentially tore me down so that I would feel like shit and agree to go out with him. When I asked him about all the different phone numbers, he claimed that he had bought a few burner phones. Like, what the hell? (laughs) That would be weird to me. Like, I need one number. Anyway. (laughs) But wait, it gets worse. Something I had never told Dave about was that when we first started dating, I was actually talking with someone else. I was not completely into Dave like he was into me at the beginning. So when this gorgeous guy began messaging me on the dating site I was using, I started chatting with him. After constantly being blown off on dates, I was very cautious when I was talking to Alex. This is a new guy. So even though things seemed to be going well, I still kept talking to Dave as well. I wanted to be sure that Alex wasn't just another asshole before I made any decisions with Dave. Pull up the rest of the story.
0: We don't need no tea.
1: So Alex and I went on our first date, which was absolutely great, until the end. The date was off to a good start because he actually showed up, LOL, and he was even more handsome in real life. <laughs> she was like, I got me some. Got, got, got me a model. Right. <laughs> I couldn't believe that someone like him was so interested in me. Mm. As I said, my self-esteem was absolutely in the gutter by now. So the date goes great. We get along. We're laughing and staring into each other's eyes. I haven't felt this kind of connection ever. I remember my heart fluttered and even butterflies in my stomach. Honestly, I thought it was love at first sight. Have you ever felt like that? Love at first sight? Mm-hmm.
0: No. Mm-mm.
1: I felt like somebody was fine, but I wasn't feeling like the butterflies and stomach and heart flutter. No,
0: I felt like, yeah, like, oh, he's attractive. Fine. But not like, oh, that's that's that, that's him.
1: <laughs> that's my husband. That's never happened. I'm waiting for that to happen. When people be like, I just felt it. That was my husband. I'm like, do I not be tuned into the feeling? Like, what yeah, does do it I feel like? Yeah, do I not understand? Like?
0: I've been, like, attracted to somebody, and then we have a little connection, and I'm like, whoa, there was a thing there. there. was but there. But I don't know if it's, like, my husband. Right. So... I think that's just coincidental when it turns out to be your husband. I agree. Because then you'll be like, I knew. I knew it because
1: I I felt that spark.
0: Right. Mm -mm.
1: So she thought this was love at first sight with Alex. Up until the end, it was really a magical night, like something out of a movie. We had a couple glasses of wine, but neither of us were drunk, but we were feeling good. Love that. Love that.
0: That's a perfect, I need to put my wine in the fridge for tonight. A great
1: spot to be in. After we got out of the bar, we started making out a bit in the parking lot Mm. behind I just felt so good in that moment, and I really thought that finally I had found a guy who I connected with and had been a while since I'd been with anyone. So I lost myself a bit in the passion and suggested that Alex come home with me. Ooh. Okay. Just work. Okay. (laughs) She said, I still remember the way his face dropped. He wasn't with it his beautiful blue eyes just became cold as ice and his body just tensed up. this is when i was like okay as cold as ice i'm like okay because i feel like usually a man would be like i mean let's i know go, there's baby. different men but they would be like okay if you with it i'm, I'm with it That's yeah, yeah, what we go. do when you rock and i'm rolling yeah he stepped back but not alex alex stepped back and said i'm sorry i'm not into sluts and walked <gasps> off It was one of the most Devastating moments of my life I never would have guessed something like that happening Not after the night we just shared And I was honestly in shock I thought it was maybe a stupid joke But he seriously just turned and walked away Walked away
0: (laughs) I would have been like, baby boy, I was going to recommend a nightcap not to fuck. (laughs) You got me fucked Right. I just
1: wanted to watch a couple of movies. Have a little,
0: maybe another glass of wine Wine. talk.
1: Right. So to say you're not into sluts, I would have been like, I'm not into sluts either. What (laughs) the fuck you talking about? Who's the slut? Who's the slut here? Who's actually the slut? (laughs) You, you dirty minded (laughs) bastard. Lifted and tumbling on. I'm like, slut? (laughs) Were you trying? Because I wasn't.
0: What? Who? not the slut it out okay
1: <laughs> anyway so she thought it was a stupid joke but seriously he just turned and walked away after what felt like forever she realized he wasn't coming back and i swear i had a full-on breakdown oh my god i remember that my stomach just felt like someone had punched me then began painfully twisting it wait okay the gut check i couldn't breathe and just begin full-on sobbing I don't remember if anyone saw me or not, but no one came up to me or said anything. Hey, are you okay? I cried all the tears I could. This woman was broken. Yeah, she's. Broken. We have to admit. Broken down. And after there, after there was nothing left, I managed to catch my breath after a while and finally walked home.
0: Okay. Like
1: the break breakdown in the park. Yes, yeah, breaking
0: would, you on down.
1: Yeah, like that's. The, I
0: probably would have been calling my friend. Like, I would have called
1: my friend like, girl. First of all, I would have been like, I feel hella dumb. Yeah, exactly. Um, I t- tried to, you know, the night was lit. We had a great time. Vibe was there. I took it too far and told him to come to the crib. He and took he it did. the wrong way and, and called me hard. a slut and did. Or I would have been like, can you fucking believe? <laughs> like with the full breakdown in the parking lot was. With...
0: I probably would have been like, oh, how how do you perceive this? Right. So this you is think what think happened. I'm a slut. <laughs> yeah, that
1: would have been you. Be like Brittany, do what? I- did you think that was like a slut thing? Yeah. Oh my god. Did that come? I probably should have said something else. huh? Yeah. like I probably should have made sure I said to watch movies, huh? <laughs> so that he would have got it. Why does my brain work <laughs> like that?
0: Yeah, I probably been Ooh. like, does that seem slutty to you? Let me know. Right. If I said this, that maybe it was the tone.
1: Right. <laughs> maybe because I said how. <laughs>
0: <to> my-
1: <laughs> then I kind of like his shoulder. <laughs>
0: maybe because we were still kissing. Yeah.
1: but this woman she broke down
0: does she not have a friend to call on
1: it doesn't seem like it i don't know she's not really seeking counsel she's not really seeking (sighs) she hasn't spoken of seeking counsel throughout this letter so moving on she said she had i had some very dark thoughts that night i couldn't stop beating myself up ruining what i thought was a once in a lifetime chance honestly even during my marriage i still frequently think about Alex. Oh, wow. For me, he was the one that got away. And oh. I had blamed myself for years. Wow. What type of date? Like, this must have been lit. Because. Well, mind you, they were
0: already talking on. They
1: were talking they and it led up. Yeah. yeah.
0: Had a little connection. So. Yeah.
1: So she was probably like, fuck.
0: Yeah. You know, she na- that is so sad.
1: Like, fuck. Mm-hmm. If I would have just slowed down and yeah. not been pressing, mm-hmm. ain't nothing like regret. Mm hmm. I guess I should mention that the Saturday night when I went out with Alex, I had actually canceled plans with Dave. When he texted me the next day to go mini golfing, I was only too happy to go. Looking back, I seriously attached myself to Dave after that, and our so called fairy tale love grew from then on. Fairy tale was in quotation marks. Mm. Now, why is this all worth mentioning? Last <laughs> night, while Dave was proudly telling me about all that he had done in order to be with me, he mentioned that he even paid a guy to date me. When I inquired further, he told me about how Alex was actually paid by Dave to go out on a date with me. The idea, the idea was to do a couple of dates, then ditch me. I guess to wreck my self-esteem? Wow. I don't even know. The
0: ding-dong ditch. But I was an
1: absolute shock. I had never mentioned Alex to Dave, and we had only exchanged messages for a couple weeks, and then it was only one date. I didn't want Dave to know that I had been talking to other guys in the beginning, so of course I wasn't going to mention it. So that just made everything all too real. Nigga. Mm-mm. Dave seemed to have found it funny and was telling me how he reached out and found some broke, aspiring male model who lived in the city a couple hours away. He offered to pay this guy to set up a profile, chat with me, and then go on a few dates. I don't know if Alex was just desperate for cash or an asshole, both. But either way, he agreed to the proposition. Per Dave, the idea was that Alex would, after a few dates, basically start to act like an asshole and eventually stop seeing me. Per day, so that I could appreci- learn to appreciate what I have rather than chasing a fantasy. Who are you
0: to teach a lesson? Like, who are you to teach me a lesson on appreciating and what I have? And why does this have to be a via, fantasy? Be another man, like right? Just show me, like, look, I'm so good to
1: you. And why does it have Ugh. to be chasing a fantasy? As if I couldn't possibly Obtain. ever be with a person that's fine as Alex, Ugh. sick ass men. However, Alex saw an opportunity right away when I threw myself at him and took it. I asked him why he would do something like that, and Dave's response was that I was a dumb girl who was chasing guys out of her league, Mm-mm-mm. and that I needed a reality check to see that the best guy for her was right in front of her face. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Up until now, I think I have been smiling and generally in disbelief about the whole thing, which I think only encouraged him to keep going. But the story about Alex just horrified me. I literally had a panic attack after that night with Alex, and looking back at it now, I don't think my self-esteem or confidence ever recovered. I asked Dave how much he had paid Alex, and he told me $1,000.
0: I would have been Alex.
1: The now. For, for, <laughs> Same. Mm, I'll go out on a like band. The nigga. Right. Now, after Dave admitted about Alex, I, this is a now portion of the story. After Dave admitted, that, admitted about Alex, I immediately went upstairs and went to bed. I guess Dave had another couple of beers and passed out on the couch. I saw him this morning, and he is painfully hungover. I had only one other time in my life seen him as drunk as he was last night, and it was many years ago. I want to ask him again if it was all true what he said last night, but I know it is. He knew way too many details. He's too hungover hungover anyway to have a coherent talk now, plus he could say that he doesn't remember anything. I don't know what to do or even if there is anything to do. I am horrified and absolutely shocked at what I learned. I suppose that I had overly romanticized our relationship and marriage, but now it just doesn't seem real. But I have to admit that I am also perversely very flattered. Mm -mm. My husband is not a lazy man, but he struggles to make and keep plans. The story he told last night seems almost unbelievable. And like I said, if it wasn't for the details, I would say no way is he capable of such a thing. That a man would spend so much time and effort just to be with me, although creepy, also does seem a bit romantic, maybe. I don't want to bring this up to any of my friends or family, so the internet seems to be my only option. I guess I'm looking for some outside perspective on this. Also, is this normal at all? I mean, have any guys out there manipulated a situation or event to an extreme degree so as to be with a girl? Ladies, do you know if you, if your man has ever done something like this? Up until last night, I had a great loving husband, a beautiful family, and a life that most would kill for. Technically, nothing has changed except what I know now. Since everything is or was so good, do I even bring it up again? Perhaps I should ju- I should just accept that my husband wanted me so bad that he went to insane measures to make it happen and just happen with a great and it just ha- and just be happy with the great life that I have. I just don't know. Maybe I should see a therapist. I just feel so lost right now. I have no idea what to do, if anything. Seek help. The <laughs> Seek help. Counsel. You know what? I would be sick. Same. If this shit happened to me, I would be like, hold up, wait a minute. First of all, I don't give a damn how drunk you are. This is not normal. Yeah. You manipulated him t- you manipulated me. I don't trust your ass. And you're still manipulating people because you helped your little brother Tom manipulate his fiance and she fell for it for for it too?
0: Yeah, that means he thinks that's the go to. And he's probably manipulating in various aspects of their relationship. So then I would be questioning, like, nigga, you are a master manipulator.
1: He is a master manipulator, and she, but she, the end when she was like, I'm kind of flattered.
0: And that, and that's why she, she's been manipulated far too long. The R Kelly approach. <laughs>
1: the Stockholm the stalk- syndrome.
0: Period. Pooh. Because yeah, that's not. that ma- is
1: true. That's not normal. She probably has Stockholm syndrome, and I mean, she has this whole life now. At this point, like it started off crazy but now it's very much real the fact that they have a life together they have kids they're married they have a home together she's depending on him to care for her because she's not working it's like really what am i supposed to do just quit show ass or no, what
0: no i don't i don't think that that's even realistic to quit him because i mean You guys are what you are now. Like, definitely, this is a very tangible experience. It's real. But there has to be some therapy, couples therapy. Because, nigga, you are a fucking sociopath. Yeah. Sociopath. Like, we have to go talk to somebody because I can't deal with the feelings of, like, not processing the the emotions. It would be in the back
1: of my mind, for sure. Like, I was manipulated.
0: And my self-esteem took a hit. And now I'm still working on it. I'm still thinking about the fake-ass nigga who didn't even really exist. Man. Five years ago because you paid somebody. Like, come on.
1: And that's what I was thinking when I was reading this. Um, She said like several times that her self-esteem was at the bottom due to her dating experiences. And so I was thinking, is that why you decided to give Dave a try? Because your self-esteem was so low. You were just like, fine, fuck it. I'm going to fuck with Dave because I just feel like I'm in a low place right now. The dating has been going so well for me. And this guy is interested. Why not? I was like, maybe she shouldn't have been dating right then because she had some work that she needed to do to like rebuild her self-esteem outside of um, dating. These They were faux dating experiences, but they were real to her at the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe if she would have took a little time to just focus on herself and try to do a little rebuild and build up, maybe she wouldn't have fell in Dave's trap. For Dave, yeah. I know it ended up working out, but like, damn, at what cost?
0: The cost of her self-esteem.
1: Her self-esteem was going to be dragged anyway, though. Like, even if she wouldn't have went with Dave because so he, he broke it down. He would have kept
0: it. still reaching out to her. Who knows what lengths he would have, like, who wouldn't knows what lengths he would have gone to to ensure that they end up clicking up. Right. Even if she would have been like, Dave, no, I'm not interested. Then it would have been about.
1: But then she could have just been like, no.
0: Let me stay off of the dating let site. Let me get
1: off these dating apps. They're not working for me right now. You know, either I'm getting catfished or stood up or, you know, like I'm meeting up with someone and, he's not really feeling my approach like maybe I need to take a I would try something new for a little bit like let me try another form of dating maybe like hopefully out, I can meet somebody, meet somebody out in the, the streets. streets but the dating apps are constantly filling me. me yeah yeah I gotta take a little break from these maybe I'll come back later you know she doesn't have to completely write them out write them off but for right now they're not really hitting
0: and that's the thing with the dating apps is I know that people find love and it works great for some and then there's the other portion where it's really sticky. I mean, it's dangerous no matter what. Because you really don't know what the fuck you're getting.
1: And people can put anything on the profile. You
0: can. And like, look at Dave. You like, present
1: your best self. I mean, we all, even in the streets, we're yeah, presenting. But yeah. I feel like the dating apps is tricky. And I know when I was on the dating apps, like, it didn't work for me. Because I was just like, one, I don't want a pin pal. I don't uh-huh. want a pin pal. Like, I don't want hella pin pals. And two, like, it was just some weird vibes coming from a lot of people. I don't know if people, yeah, a bunch of days. I don't know if people feel more free to be weird or maybe that's just who they are. I don't fucking know, but I'm like, this ain't it for me right now. Like,
0: You probably do feel a little less inhibition because I don't have to meet up with you.
1: Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, I know. So
0: it's like, I can say what I want to say. If we vibe, we vibe. And if we don't, then we don't. But when we're in person then I'm going to be perceiving the way you're perce- thinking about the way you're perceiving me, how I look. You can keep
1: the online on for a long time and yeah. not have all that pressure.
0: Yeah. And you know how it is when you're texting. It's not the same as when you're talking.
1: I just want to meet in person like as quickly as possible. Like not, it doesn't have to be one message meet, but like <laughs> after a few, like let's just see if there's really something here. Because if it's not, we don't got to continue with the text messaging mm-hmm. or the messaging back and forth. You know, we can just decide it ain't a fit and move forward. So after
0: what? Like about a couple of days of talking like, hey, let's meet for coffee later this week.
1: Yeah. You know, like after a few days, I'm not even going to put a number on it, but you know.
0: A few consistent a exchanges. A few
1: consistent conversations, maybe get to know a little bit about each other on a surface level. Mm-hmm. And if we're liking that so far, it's like, okay, then let's meet in person. Yeah. And then we meet in person and see if there's some energy there. That's so
0: scary too, huh? So, like yeah. let's meet in person. Let's I know, but
1: I would meet in like a, public place where there's a lot of of people like you ain't coffee yeah something
0: quick and to the point
1: but then some people really thrive in a dating um site space
0: I don't know if I mm, some people really
1: thrive I don't
0: know if I could if I if I would I don't know I don't know if I would
1: Sometimes with the dating app, it seems like 51st. Did you see 51st Dates? Like yeah. 51st Date Thing. Like, like, in like, damn, can I just have one date and it's a hit?
0: That's probably. And I wouldn't probably <laughs> want to keep talking to somebody and like getting to know them. And
1: and then talking to somebody and else getting and getting to, to know, know them, them and, and then talking to somebody else. I think if you enjoy just going out on casual dates, then that's great. The dating yeah, sites not are not great my vibe. for you. I'm not really and, into the casual either. Like I prefer to just.
0: And I have to keep finding new people to be attracted to. Because there's not many niggas that I see and I'm like, wow, immediately you're so fine to me. Like there has to be something that draws me to you where I'm attracted. Like, you know, that builds attraction because I'm not just a physical. I don't, I don't just look at the physical, right? Mm-hmm. So then it's like I got to get to know you and be like, wow, I like the way you act about that. Or I like your approach to this. Now I'm even more attracted to you. And that's just pulling at my emotions too much i don't want to do that like and i know it could be more surface but that's probably why i don't i probably wouldn't do that well with it you know Mm -hmm. because then it's like no then no you have to be like fucking fine as fuck for me to be going out on hella dates and i know it's not that many finest fuck niggas on the dating sites yeah no that's what i'm saying so it's like it's
1: like you're kind of You're pushing the physical kind of to the side and seeing if maybe there is a potential of something else there. And that's, that's taxing. But that takes
0: time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's emotionally draining to get to know a person and be like, oh, you like this. I like this. And I like the way you act with your mother. I like that you go to church. There's so much deeper shit that I had to get to know you to be like, yeah, I'm really fucking with you. Right. Hell no.
1: And you will need to have some in-person contact for that too. (sighs) It's a lot, but yeah the dating sites are tricky as some people get it go ride right around and get it and some people don't uh-uh. and this girl really got god on there
0: so your advice to her if you were her friend is take a break
1: my advice to her i mean it's too late now but initially if like if she was coming to me in the beginning stages like how you said does she have any friends like if she was my friend right and she came to me and she was telling me about her experience and how she was feeling, especially more importantly because she said her self esteem mm-hmm. has been shattered. Mm-hmm. That would be what would make that would make me suggest to her maybe you should take a break. Like you're getting broken the fuck down, sis. Like and you don't deserve that. And you don't. These niggas don't even
0: know you like that. Like they how they don't. just robbing you. I would be you. like,
1: and because it's affecting you so greatly, I would suggest like kind of stepping away from it for a minute, mm-hmm. just taking a break from the dating, um, tapping into yourself, and then like once you feel cool. Try it. Try another route. Try another form of dating or maybe even go back on the dating apps. But maybe you just feel better because you're not constantly getting turned down and shut the fuck down. Like do a little detox. Right. (laughs) The dating detox. (laughs) I mean, because that can wear you down. I mean, I'm not faulting her for feeling like that at all. It's just that I think she was um, putting a lot on herself back to back to back. And she had gotten kind of desperate and was like, all right, fuck it, Dave, let's do it. And I mean, I'm sure she was like, dang, I'm thankful I gave Dave a try because he ended up being the shit. But because he fucking stalked you and found out about all your common interests and in creating fake interests. And in the- I'm like, damn.
0: Yeah, she, they need therapy together.
1: Imagine finding the one thinking you found the one and he was a fraud. Now yeah. that would break me down. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, I would be like, oh, my God. Now I'm broken.
0: Yeah, the whole time.
1: Yeah. Now
0: was this all a lie?
1: Now I'm broken.
0: That's what I would be thinking about. It. Is this all a lie? You guys, let us know what you think. Was this all a lie? Was it, is this even
1: real? What would you tell her? Um, if this was your friend who came to you.
0: I would probably have to tell her sit the apps out for right <laughs> now. Just sit them out because it's going terribly. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't probably have any advice on Dave because I mean the Dave like in the very very beginning.
1: Without knowing that he's Dave.
0: Yeah, without knowing. Because then my response would probably be like, okay, well, it's just a date. Like, it's just a date. You don't know what's going to happen. If you need a little pick-me-up, because sometimes that'll help you get out of the little rut. Like, all right, let me just go out, Mm -hmm. have a nice dinner, have some great conversation. And if something happens, I feel desired
1: after not. (laughs) And desires. I know which is sad
0: of. putting your worth into that but just you know realistically like sometimes that's like let me just go out and hang out and whatever and let him whine and dine me and I'll come home and deal with the work that I really need to do mm-hmm. but I probably would have been like girl get off the app for a minute deactivate yeah. the profile because these men aren't shit yeah, I don't know where they, the girls are finding the, the shit, man, but yours they, ain't a shit. They're not coming through your- um, They're not coming through your portal. They're not. <laughs> I'll be like, girl, what's going on with your vortex? What Change are you Change your preferences. I'm like, what are you calling me? Change it? your
1: preferences. Try a new app. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't be like, I'd be like, yeah, that's not a vibe.
1: I've been hearing so much from people saying, I was listening to Good Moms Bad Choices, and they they were on they Handjap. That's the same app that I was on. Mm. And they said that they had taken a break. But um, Erica said that she was so bored that she reactivated her shit, and they're still trash. Of course. I'm like, Ugh. I would probably
0: be like, let's go out. Let's go out to a nice place. Let's go out to a rooftop. I'd be like, girl, let's, like, start. let's go
1: to the bar, let's, let's go to happy hour. And let's see if some, we can some call in some right? potential, you yeah. know,
0: manifest some potential. Let's go to a rooftop. Right. Let's go out for a, a nice night out. Yeah. Let's go to a business happy hour. We're going right. to see if we can find your man in the streets. Right. That's what I would say. I would probably try and make my friend feel better and hang out with her. Yeah. Like, let's hit the streets together, girl. Let's go find these men. They got to be out here. <laughs> Shit. That's what I don't know. That's what I would do.
1: Well, you guys let us know.
0: Yeah, let us know.
1: What you would do if you were in this situation or if you had to advise a friend on how to deal with this in, I guess, the beginning stages and what you would do in the post stages. Because at this point, it's beyond a friend, it seems like. It's like you need to talk to God.
0: I think they need therapy, too. They
1: do need therapy for sure. They need to sit
0: down and go talk to somebody because she's dealing with a lot of wounds. She is. She's broken, and Dave is just sick. And Dave is sick right like Dave you're sitting up giving this sick <laughs> advice out to your family members and your friends and now I'm battling and yes. pregnant yes with child so yes. they need therapy together agreed prayers for this family if they're real
1: right if this is real we're praying for you It's not great fuck, story yeah.
0: <laughs> great writing Yes. great writing
1: so um yeah that was our that if you have if you know of leave. any other
0: Reddit stories, send
1: them over. Send yeah. them. We'd send love them to over. keep that can
0: talking be our about little this. Quarantine. Yeah, this is a quarantine, so um, send them over. Let us know. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, and I think that's it. All
1: right. Check Bye. next time. Love Bye. You. Bye. We'll be right